I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Yes, indeedy. It's uh, Sports Overnight America. I'm Fred, along with uh, Mr. Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper in our church. So we'll talk about this, that, and anything in sports. Uh, you can hear us everywhere. Sirius 217, XM203, all those apps. Uh, sports Byline, Sports Map, uh, radio stations like KSHP 1400 in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. American Forces, you gals and guys, you stay healthy. And again, Mark Mancini will join us. Art Source will join us. Eric Gray, the author of Backyards to Ballparks. Basically, what this is is a uh, letters and stories from fans and their love of the game of baseball. So when we talk to Eric, I'm going to ask him, hey, what percentage of these fans are no longer fans because of you-know-who, the commissioner, Rob Manfred? We'll talk about that. We'll play some Barron's trivia. We'll talk about... Uh, some college football coaches, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, the big story this week, uh, DeMar Hamlin uh, fighting, fighting and fighting. And uh, he's only alive, I think, because uh, quick work uh, at uh, the, the football stadium. I don't think he would be alive otherwise. It's, it was a miracle. And uh, he's talking now. So uh, fantastic from that aspect. I think ESPN actually did a good job. I don't know what you can say. I think a lot of people thought he had passed away. But the one negative about ESPN, in my opinion, would be they didn't have a doctor. They didn't have a doctor either physically in the, the network or just by telephone, a doctor who might know something about heart situations like this. And the entire two or three hours that most of us watched, uh, I did not hear from one doctor your thoughts. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And talk about ESPN. Again, did, did a reasonably good job. They carry a lot of college football. But I got to tell you something. I'm sick and tired of this portal thing where quarterbacks move and move and move and move, in JT Daniels' case. And uh, I don't know how many quarterbacks have moved in the last month, but it gets to a point where, and Art and I have talked about this, we subscribe to all the football magazines. I don't even open them up. I'm so angry at what the uh, uh, NCAA has allowed to happen. And we'll come back and talk about more and uh, everything you want to talk about right here on Sports Overnight America.
This special report is sponsored by Coca-Cola. Summer is here, and Burger King will help you beat the heat all season long with the newest frozen Fanta flavor. What is it, you ask? Well, the mystery has finally been solved. The newest frozen Fanta flavor is Strawberry Shortcake. Its color may be electric green, but this cool drink is packed with juicy, refreshing strawberry flavor. Easy for grab-and-go adventures. Frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake is your sidekick to summer. Whether you're headed to the park, the beach, the pool, or just trying to stay cool, stop in or hit up the drive-thru at Burger King and try the chilling, thrilling, frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. It's no mystery that your refreshment is guaranteed. So go ahead. Quench your thirst with a frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. Only at Burger King. Have it your way. Not valid in Alaska or Hawaii. This special report was brought to you by Coca-Cola. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors. About bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive. Which is like having a goalie, a 7-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because, you know, defense. Forced Metaphors. Presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Angie's List is now Angie. Your home for everything home. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros, and connect instantly. All for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I to get started. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avens, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Your bills are due on the 13th, but you don't get paid until the 15th. Sound familiar? Life doesn't always wait for payday. Get the NetSpend All Access account for your everyday mobile banking needs and get paid up to two days faster with direct deposit. Get started today at NetSpend.com and go beyond banking. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA member FDIC. Faster access based on comparison of our ACH processing policy versus posting funds at settlement. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is Sports Overnight America, and uh, get 126-year-old uh, Art Sarso. I think he's telling people now he's only 65, which I don't believe. Well, if I'm going to lie, I'm going to have a good lie. <laughs> we got the World Tour Sports Handicapper, and there's no question about that, and uh, Mr. Mark Mancini. And, of course, uh, the big story this week, uh, Demar Hamlin, uh, the Monday night game. Uh, the work that ESPN did uh, trying to cover it, it was an impossible situation for everybody. I think a lot of people thought he was gone. I don't think there's any question about that. And I used to, I thought they just didn't want to tell us at, the, at some point. But uh, he's battling through. He's talking now. And that is spectacular. But, uh, 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 Mark, uh, when you watched the Monday night game, uh, what were your first thoughts about the uh, uh, the sad situation as far as Hamlin was concerned? 
Will, I thought about Daryl Stingley, Dennis Bird, and then I thought to myself, God, am I going to lose two Pittsburgh boys in pretty much a week? And Franco Harris and DeMar Hamlin, who's done so much for the city of Pittsburgh and the kids and everything. But I think you and I have talked about this before, Fred, and I don't want to take too much time because Artie's a big part of this show as well. But I will tell you, three decades from now, the NFL is going to be playing flag football, a $9 billion industry. When these lawsuits start to come in from the concussion era, Lloyd's of London ain't going to be able to save the NFL. As I said many times, Art, uh, 50 years from now, uh, they'll be playing flag football. Art, <laughs> uh, you played for the Rams. Uh, you were a kicker, but you played linebacker in high school, and you played for USC, USC as a kicker, but you've been around it your whole life. Think flag football will take the place of what we have now? There's only two things that can change that, okay? Yeah. That is a full body suit. They have the technology now to, to have an under undergarment body suit that could disperse the blow a little bit. Right. Okay. Which will keep those, those cataclysmic collisions, which happen in football. And then the helmet, which you're starting to see with the guys that had the concussion problems, this new helmet that you see a lot of the 49ers are wearing uh, Pickett, the quarterback for the, for the Steelers is wearing it. Doesn't have a bar above the actual face guard. Um, supposed to have incredible, incredible abilities behind it. So those are where you're going to have to have the changes made. Now, the other thing you're going to have to teach is how to tackle properly, like the old Newt Rockney Ronald Reagan film, where you trip guys up. You don't go in there with your neck in the bottom of your helmet or the top of your helmet. You learn how to play, trip guys up, use your shoulders. It's just a different way of playing the game, but it's almost like the game used to be played back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, where it was athletic ability rather than this, you know, stand and thump. Let me let me state this. Uh, after the situation on Monday night, I don't know, I read four or five various NFL players indicating their kids are not playing football. And if fathers of players saying that, there got to be the thousands numbers. of people around this and country Fred, saying Fred, the same the numbers. Thing. The numbers are backing that up. Football is down at 11 to 13 percent in, in in participation. And it's it's not just the fathers. It's the moms as well. Sure. And, and I and I mean, really and truly, you know, you have to really the body is forming until you're almost 17, 16 years old. All right. So you get these kids that are playing this low level football, you know, freshman football. I always thought freshman football should have been like two-hand touch, getting used to it, getting in the weight room, building your body so that you're prepared as a 15-year-old to start to play the game of football. I think that's going to be another thing that may happen. Your thoughts, Marky? Well, you know, out of the four major sports, I think football is kind of, you know, on the surface street trying to find the on-ramp. And I look at the National Hockey League guys. You guys have followed hockey. They kind of curbed the fighting. They made the players wear helmets. Um, they got rid of the Halloween mask for goalies. Clint Malarchuk, who, who had his throat sliced, now they all wear the, the throat guards. So hockey's kind of basically seen their sport, and they've, they've made adjustments on the fly, where I think Roger Goodell and the NFL have just put everything under a carpet, and now the carpet has become a mountain. Now, I told you earlier that I heard a report with the whole vaccine thing. Is this an issue where – 
you know, you know, you hear reports of maybe this weekend's the heart. Is this what happened here with the mandates? I don't know, guys. But I do, when I look at these two sports, yeah, the National Football League has much more money than the NHL. But I think the NHL is much run better, even without a big TV contract, than the NFL is. I don't know what your thoughts are, guys. Okay, let, let, let me throw this out there. The NFL's a concussion uh, crazy, and uh, you know, finally. Maybe they're going in a positive direction, but it's taken so many years. They used to have the team doctor deciding if somebody's going to go back in. The team Team doctor (laughs) wants to keep his job. He's not going to say, don't put him back in. So anybody realize that. What about boxing? I mean, okay, so we're getting rid of football. Then, you know, boxing's job is to hit you in the head as often as you can. Uh, Football's job is not. I mean, has boxing ever been this heavyweight? uh, Ever been the same since the heavyweights with Tyson and all those guys, Marciano? No, that's but, but but the point is the job, the, the the number one goal is to knock your opponent out, and the easiest yeah. way to knock somebody out boxing, is to boxing's on its way out too. And there's <laughs> been changes in MMA also. I mean, when it first came out eight, 10, 12 years ago, that was crazy. Now they actually get in there, they rush in there. I mean, everybody is starting to realize that the noodle, the brain, is the key, and you have to protect the brain. Now, this blunt trauma. A lot of people who are young don't understand. This is not the first time this has happened, Fred. Chuck Hughes, a wide receiver, 1971 with the Detroit Lions. He died on the field. Now, they didn't know he had congenital heart disease because they didn't have the testing they had back then that they have now. But, I mean, to see a guy like like, uh, Dick Butkus, you know, with tears in his eyes over the guy because he thought maybe it was a hit that he had done earlier in the game that caused it, which they found out later it wasn't. But, you know, the thing is, we have to keep making the transition for safety. We love the game. Anybody that's played the game knows how it affects you. Um, It's a rough game, but there are ways to mitigate the problems that we're having. Now, can the NFL, and here's the thing, they're making billions of dollars, Fred. At what point, these $5,000, $10,000 helmets are the kids who are going to need them, who are starting the game, the future of the game. Are the, are the NFL and the big conferences going to start sending the helmets down to the kids so they can be safe? That's when you're so. going to know the right people are in charge. All right. We've got a couple of minutes to go in this segment right here on Sports Overnight America. I got to talk about this because it's driving me totally crazy. NIL uh-huh. and the portal situation. JT Daniels and- started at USC. And last time I checked, he'll be at his fourth school in like three years. Where does this arc? You played it. Where does this end? How does a fan keep up with it? I don't even care about that. If a coach leaves, okay, you have a right to leave. Other than that, you have to sit out a year. That's the way it should be. But the NCAA under Mark Emmert didn't have the guts to stick to that. Why didn't they stick to that? Because they they weren't giving the kids any money. On the side, they said you could go out and make as much as you want. Quarterbacks making two and a half million dollars. I'll talk about that. And Fred, here's the other part of that. You know, you're not allowed to really poach. You're not allowed to, you know, to, to make these introductions. But all they do now is you have one of the alumni walk up to the other dad, guy's dad and say, hey, you know, why don't you make a phone call to this guy and he'll talk to that guy. And I mean, Sam Hartman going to Notre Dame in his seventh year, you know, it makes you wonder. I mean, is, is this guy, he, he should set the all-time NCAA record for most yards as a passer. You know, the NFL scouts I've talked to said he's a sixth, seventh round pick, but, you know, he's going to make two and a half million dollars for Notre Dame this year. Caleb Williams has his own foundation. Um, 
And I'm not against the guys making money, but we've talked about this, Fred. At what point in time does the offensive tackle who's making 40 grand get approached by a bunch of gamblers who say, hey, if you, you know, make a couple of poor blocks here and there, we'll make sure that your family's taken care of. And that's when the rule's going to change. Okay. And, and I, I hate to say it, but I think the money should go into a pool. Yeah. The quarterback, I don't have any problem with them making a couple hundred grand up to Fred, 300. I, you know what? Go ahead, I want to switch gears for a minute because I thought of you last night and man, I couldn't enjoy that game. This guy just kept talking and talking and talking. Your favorite Bill, Walton. Bill Walton. Oh my God. On Thursday night, honestly, <laughs> driving me totally crazy. UCLA won at the end, so I wasn't quite as sad as if they had lost an 18-point lead. Yeah, but Bill Walton has to shut up. Now, it's going to be interesting because he's such a big okay. fan of the uh, Fred, Pac-10. Fred. What happens when they move to the Big Ten? So Fred, we got to take, take a break. I get, gotta take oh, a I got to tell you this, right though. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Next segment, uh, Art will tell me what he has on his mind. Later, we'll talk to Eric C. Gray's brand-new book, Backyards to Ballpark. And uh, we'll come back with Baron Sports Trivia. We'll find out with 126-year-old art source and the World War Sports handicapper, uh, Mark Mancini. Uh, no, and uh, might not know. We'll uh, talk about that straight away on Sports Overnight. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's uh, Sports Overnight America. Later, Eric C. Gray, Backyards to Ballparks. He loves baseball. We had Don Schlossberg, and uh, he loves baseball. It's interesting. A lot of these guys uh, just love baseball, really don't like other sports at all. Now, Art, you had a story to tell us, did you not? Oh, I wanted to tell you the first time I was ever on the on live air, on the radio, USC, my junior year, I'm doing Trojan baseball on KWA, KWRM 1310 out in Riverside. And I, I was doing the uh, the Rodato show, and we were talking about Bill Walton being loquacious. And I said, <laughs> I said, Art Source down on Dato Field with the man himself, Rodato. Your thoughts, Coach? And I'd have to grab his wrist every once in a while to break in to get a commercial. You know, <laughs> he just went rolling. I mean, he was so awesome. And I mean, it was the greatest. I thought, boy, sports casting is going to be so easy from this point forward. Bill Walton. Uh, again, the question I asked before the break, and we'll play Baron Sports Trivia in a moment. So now, you know, he's in, totally in love with the Pac-12 conference. The best this, the best that. Conference so UCLA and USC moving to the Big Ten, I guess. I hope not, but I guess they're going to do it in a couple of years. Uh, Mark, what do you think he's going to be saying about the best conference now? Is it going to be the Big Ten or is it going to be the Pac-12? What do you think? Yeah, it's going to be interesting because, you know, a few years back when Ralph Lawler retired, it was, Bill Walton, which was, you know, it was the last night I remember when I was out there covering the thing. And it, you, Bill Walton was just simply amazing. Ralph Lawler couldn't even get a word in edgewise. He had to almost tell him, can you please shut up for a second? All right, let's play some Baron Sports trivia. We'll find out what 126-year-old uh, Art Source uh, knows and doesn't know late night as we are. And uh, Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper. But before we start, every time we do this segment, we have to ask Art what legal medicinal help he is getting. This evening, what are you using to answer these questions, Art Source? Awaken, Nureva, Prevagen. And focus factor. And between the four, I, I do like every fourth day, one or the other. Keeps the noodle, keeps the noodle balanced. Um, you know, at my, at my age, 125, I need every edge I could get. So uh, that's what that's what's up. And I try to tell people out there, you know, I mean, the other thing is you have to use your brain. You have to play games. You have to do crossword puzzles. Do what you can to keep your brain very agile important to work out that's great for the brain as well but that's what i'm doing fred and so far so good knock on some chinese well it's almost yeah. good hey fred oh. ask ask jackie to come on the show one day and tell him what he's really taking <laughs> all right uh, baron sports trivia uh mr mark mancini uh this hall of famer did color for many years on the radio 
with the great Harry Callis for the Phillies games. Uh, this Hall of Famer did color for many years with Harry Callis on. Is, Mar so is Mark up first game. tonight? Mark's up first tonight. Yeah, Mark's yeah, always I, up first. I, 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 I think it was Jim Cott. Jim Cott. I thought I knew him as a Yankee announcer. I did not know him as a Phillies announcer. I bet you, I bet you, Art Source knows the answer to this. Art Source, what's the answer? Richie Ashburn. Oh, Richie, Richie little Ashburn. Richie Ashburn. You know, it's it's interesting. Uh, maybe you guys don't agree. I do, but well, Mark, you might be too young to even remember his uh, great years. He was sort of small, so he assumed he didn't have an arm. And then I started watching him closely. He had one of the best arms in baseball. Did he not art or my? Oh, favorite? he could. He had Carl Farillo. I mean, you know, my dad told me stories about going to Ebbets Field, and I know it was a short right field, but he said Carl Farillo had a great gun. So did Duke Snyder. But yeah, you're 100 percent right. Richie Ashburn and Harry Callis together doing Phillies baseball was something to listen to in the old days. All right, who? Okay, this is not even one of the questions I have listed. I don't think. Um, Harry Callis on the NFL Films replaced who? John Facenda from the Tundra of Green see, Bay. See, the pills are working. The wow. legal pills are working, John Facenda. Okay, now we're going to do the Barron's Park Trivia for real. Um, I already gave this one away. I did it again. The uh, This 2022 Hall of Famer did Yankee color for many years. Jim Cotton. <laughs> right. Yeah. Going. All right, all right, here we go. Um <laughs> Maybe the best UCLA football coach of all time was Red Sanders. Yes. Now, he didn't uh, last a long time because he had a heart attack and passed away at the age of 48, I believe. But he once appeared on this comedian's funny TV show. He once appeared on this comedian's funny TV show. What's my line with Groucho Marx? Well, what's your line was not Groucho Marx. Well, okay, but Groucho Marx is show with the little chick in the camera. You you bet your life. Oh. You got it right. Yeah. You got it right. That's unbelievable. Um, I didn't think now, you know what Red one. Sanders is known for, Fred? Winning at Vanderbilt and Tennessee and UCLA. Well, Besides eight, that, eight, the eight. only the only football coach in the history of UCLA to win a national championship. 1954. And, and, and even hang on one second, Mark. That in that year. Actually, it was split. The AP and the UPI, I forgot which one. One of them had Ohio State, and the other one did have UCLA. So I'm giving them a half, or should I give them a whole? I guess well, I mean, whole. we split with Alabama and beat Alabama at Legion Field in Alabama. So, I mean, you know, uh, the ring I'm wearing, it says national champions. It doesn't say half national champions. Mark, you, you were going to say something? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say, I know you and I went at it a, a week ago. But that pit UCLA game, not to switch gears, had to be one of the most exciting games down the stretch. I don't know how we pulled that out. Who's we? Pit. Oh, oh, we. We. I know you got balls in his pocket. I know. I tried to call you after your phone went straight to voicemail. <laughs> I got to tell you, Ethan Garbers, the backup quarterback to DTR, showed me a whole wow. lot. Wow. Del Mar High School, and so did the senior Patty. For Pittsburgh, that was an impressive performance. Yeah, but Chip Kelly didn't play that game right down the stretch, and that's where you know the the. I don't know what you on. thought, Fred. What did I thought? I thought I'm playing. I, I, I'm I'm praying the Broncos don't hire Harbaugh. I'm praying <laughs> they hire Chip Kelly. That's what I'm thinking. He's the life fan. No, I mean he makes four, five, six million dollars by Corona. You know how is it possible? I'm going nuts here. You he, are. I, I, I got to take some relaxation. 
But uh, how, how, how is it po- a legal relax? How is it possible for a school like UCLA to have Mick, Mick Cronin on one side in basketball Chip and Chip Kelly in football? Not only that, they were they were signed, hired by Dan Guerrero. That's bad enough. And Martin Jarman has decided to keep him, and they extended him. Now, yeah. how is that possible? Anybody that watches these games. On Thursday night, basketball, you saw it, folks. The world yeah. almost blew an 18-point lead. We just talked about Pittsburgh didn't have 10 of its players there. And Chip <laughs> exactly. Kelly found a way to lose the game. You the spread went that. from like spread went from like three and a half to nine and a half. Yeah. And, and like an idiot, like an idiot, I said UCLA should actually clean them up. And then again, you know, nobody told me that the running back, Charbonnet. He wasn't going to play, yeah. you know, and, and the DTR would throw three interceptions. And, you know, it, what was funny is watching him come back on the field yeah. after UCLA scored the touchdown. All of a sudden, his injury felt better. And then, of course, he limped back into the locker room after they lost the game on the last second field goal, which, by the way, 47-yard field goal into the wind was wow. a heck of a kick by the pit kicker. Let, let me state this about Charbonnet. There's something going on there. There was something going on there between – Kelly and Charmaine, because three times this year, they never mentioned an injury, and then he doesn't play. Something else is going on. I realize Chip Kelly's not really good with the press and the media, but I, there's something else. There was something else going on if he didn't show up on time, or so I don't know if it happened. Something this was fishy in Denmark. You're something, 100% right. <laughs> something was going on. Yeah. All right, Mark, final question tonight on uh, Sports Overnight America, Baron Sports Trivia. UCLA and this school were the last two to run the single wing. Now, Princeton also was, but that really wasn't Division One. UCLA and this school were the last two to run the single wing in the late 1950s, early 1960s. Mark, any idea which school might also have run the single wing? Alabama. Alabama ran the single wing. Is that, is that your answer? That's my answer. Fair Wrong. The, yeah. Wrong, but you're close. You're in the, you're in the right general area. Uh, our source, UCLA and this school, the last two outside of uh, Princeton were the last two to run the single wing. Who might that have been? What school? I'm going to say, I'm going to say Shug Jordan's uh, Auburn team. You're in the right area, uh, you know, geographically. Uh, it wasn't, I'll give you a hint. It, 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 it wasn't minor. It was Johnny Majors in Tennessee. Tennessee. Wow. <laughs> were the last two. Darn UCLA majors. and Tennessee, the last to run the tennis. I'd like to Art, what you, I'd like to see the single wing coming back. I thought that I think I it was fun it. to watch. Hey, basically that new offense looks just like the single wing. You know, you put a Hey, how about the other day at the Rose Bowl when James Franklin came out in the old triple T formation? Yeah. And then they came out in the in the old triple triple I formation, which I haven't seen since Hank Stram. And I mean that was just wonderful to see. Hey, well, <laughs> let me let me state something about this about the world of sports. And again, we're sort of isolated. Well, I'm on Mars, but most of the time on Mars, but sometimes in Southern California, people don't like to give the Pac-12 any uh, credence or, uh, I don't know, any thought in any cases. So UCLA loses, USC loses, and Utah loses. Okay. UCLA lost. Robinson goes down with an injury. USC lost because I have no explanation. But It's a wonderful defense. Wonderful defense, but... But the Utah loss was even worse. You mentioned Penn State a second ago. We're going to come back with Eric C. Gray, Backyards to Ballparks, talk some baseball. 
Then we'll come back with the guys all straight away. Sports overnight. Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for sports stuff you definitely could not do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover. On America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. This is Staples. So rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. Mm-hmm. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yeah. And we have UPS here in store. Huh. What will Staples think of next? <laughs> right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what, what will they think of next? Staples is your one-stop shipping destination. Now get 50% off shipping boxes, mailers, or tubes when you buy five of the same item in-store or online with one-hour pickup. Staples, the best-kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Exclusions apply. Visit staplesconnect.com shipping for details. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pos Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pos reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paws. It's good medicine. He sent me to. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Sports Overnight America. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. And we've had author Eric Gray on before. He's written a new book now, Backyards to Ballpark. And Eric, welcome to the show. Fred, thanks for having me a second time. Appreciate so obvi- it. So obviously the book uh, did so well the, the first time, uh, the author of Bases to Bleachers. Now you've got Backyards to Ballparks. Basically, it's thousands of fans writing to you, emailing to you, telling you about their love of baseball. And then you got to go through the whole thing and delineate it and decide what percentage goes in and how do you make those decisions and how long did it take you to decide? It had to be very close on some cases. 
Well, I mean, the first with the first book, I had over twelve hundred fifty stories, and um, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to tell you it was an easy process. I mean, you know, figuring out chapters kind of just happened, as we say in California, it happened organically. Yes, but it did. Um, and then it just became a question of which chapters that I want to leave for the second book. Cause you know, I, I knew there'd be a second book. And, um, so it, it was certainly easier the second time. I mean, cause I mean, of the 1250 stories I got the first time, you know, I know to use other people's words, maybe 600 of them or 700 were book worthy. Right. right. Um, and then I got, a, of course, I got a lot more in the interim. Um, it was not nearly as complicated a process the second time, but there was still, you know, there was still uh, some anxiety about it. And, you know, the book is a little longer than the first because I don't know if there'll be a third. Um, yeah. There might be. Um, anyway, it was right. it, it was a fun process. Published by Palmetto. You can get it at Amazon.com and the major bookstores everywhere if there are any major bookstores still alive in this world, but uh, Backyards to Ballparks. You know, one of the fun ones or interesting ones to me was uh, a Philly fan who said, he, or I don't know if he was a Philly fan, they were taking, a, the wife and the husband were taking a trip around the uh, baseball stadiums around the country and they get to Philadelphia and they, they were so, they were so friendly in Philadelphia. Now I can talk to a hundred people, 90 of them would say, that's not the case. Talk about that. <laughs> Well, I mean, that was her experience. She was on, it was Kathy Howell. It's somebody I knew from my working days. And um, she she talked about some of the uh, some of the experience. They went on one of those, uh, I don't know if it was Jay Buckley or whatever, one of those trips yeah. where they take you to a bunch of yeah. stadiums. And um, uh, they just, they that's where they had a great time. And she, if my memory is correct, and there were a lot of stories, you know, it talks about kind of being where the bullpen was and yeah. just, you know, with the, you know, being over the, the relief pitchers and all that. And um, that was her experience. She just had a, she had a great time in Philly, you know. Mark Mancini, you're a Pittsburgh Pirate fan. I didn't read too many stories about Pittsburgh Pirate fans in uh, backyards to ballparks, a few, but not many. Mark, you're on with Eric Gray. Well, he knows how much I love my books, my idol. Everybody talks good things about my idol. He's somewhere up there in heaven. <laughs> Willie Stargell, and he holds some records, uh, a couple of them in your backyard, Fred, uh, at Dodger Stadium. He put two of them in the parking lot over that 76 sign. Probably holds some in Philadelphia. The 70s were the best decade of baseball, guys. I don't know if you agree on that, but mustaches, uniforms, and crazy personalities. Hey, Mark and, and Eric, hey. in traveling with Mizuno Sporting Goods, I got to go to all the old ballparks. One of the most impressive things I ever saw was the upper deck at the old Astrodome. You stand up in that upper deck and you see the toy cannon, the red <laughs> rooster, you see McCovey, you see Willie Mays, Mickey Mantle in an exhibition game in 65 hit one up there. You see Wilver Stargell. I mean, it was just incredible to see all the ballparks and see the old stadiums that had those seats painted where guys hit baseballs. I think of Frank Thomas, some of the guys that really mashed the ball, Reggie Jackson. Eric, in your, in your years of covering baseball, not only the greatest games of baseball, but do you remember some of the most incredible home runs that, that come back to your memories? You know, it's, it's funny because I have a, tendency of not remembering events that I've been to, 
And it's really, it, it's alarming to me. I can't remember my first game and I can't remember seeing Mickey Mantle play, which I certainly did many times. And I can't remember seeing Tom Seaver pitch, which I did many times. I mean, the most, I guess the most infamous home run that I specifically remember is a game that I wasn't at. It's a game that we were supposed to be at. And it's when Bonds hit number 715. And my wow. wife and I were, my wife and I were both traveling for work and my daughter was doing the press elevator at the park and my son was out of town. So we gave the tickets to one of our, our, our season ticket partners and she was doing the national anthem that day. And I remember watching this game from Portland. So, you know, ironically, it's the game that I wasn't at. Well, that's <laughs> funny that you say that because the one that made the most impact on me, I was getting ready for a Little League game in uh, 1971, I believe it was. And uh, Reggie Jackson hit the transformer at Old Tiger Stadium. And I mean, I remember that game with all the home runs and it was just amazing to me. And I mean, I'll never forget that as long as I live. Can I ask one question real fast? Um, you know, I think there's a problem, you know, when, when you look at the Hall of Fame and maybe the college football scenario, because I think it might be personal opinions. I don't know how Steve Garvey, a legend in Los Angeles, and Dave Parker aren't in the Hall of Fame. Can, can anybody tell me that? Ten-time All-Star, led the league in putouts for six straight years. How is Steve Garvey not in the Hall of Fame? Eric, uh, what do you think? I think that the whole discussion... I was on some Zoom call and there was a, a reporter from one of the New York papers and I asked the question. He didn't have a really good answer, nor did I expect him to. I don't understand why the Hall of Fame is so exclusive um, with respect, you know, certainly in, in comparison with other Halls of Fame. I mean, you know, in basketball and football, it seems like they're bringing in 40 people every year. I know that's an overstatement, <laughs> but, you know, but in baseball, you know, as you well know, one is frequent, two sometimes sometimes zero. And I don't really understand. There seems to be something the sports writers seem to really feel that this is some. Really do you think baseball, do you think, do you think baseball writers actually have favorites? Do you think it's a lot of it is personal opinion because you know, the Garvey Sutton problems, Cobra didn't really get along very well with the writers. Do you think that has something to do with it along the way? Sure. I do. I mean, I think that's why Jeff Kent gets like, I mean, I don't know that Jeff yeah. Kent should be a lock for the Hall of Fame, but that he's getting 15% of the vote. I mean, you know, one of the really unofficial criteria for being in the Hall, right, is that you dominated your position for an extended period of time. Kent absolutely dominated as a second baseman for, I mean, certainly the six years with the Giants, and then for a couple of years after that with Houston. I mean, he was a dominant offensive. Yeah. Some people would also think of him offensive, but he was the dominant offensive second baseman for yeah. most of a decade. Well, well not oh, only hold, that. hold on, hold on. Right. We got to go. Uh, talking to Eric C. Gray, Backyards uh, to Ballparks. Uh, you can pick it up at uh, Pimento Publishing, uh, major bookstores everywhere, Amazon.com. I, I have to ask you this because this one was really cute, I thought. You mentioned the Giants before, uh, Eric, and uh, uh, a young baseball fan uh, loved Willie May so much. He was a card collector in 1958. And he traded a Mickey Mantle 58 for a, he traded a Willie May, a Mickey Mantle 58 for a Willie Mays 58. That's how much he loved Willie Mays. Now, as a collector myself, that was a very bad monetary move, but he loved Willie. Talk about that, Eric. Look, I mean, 
<laughs> One of the great debates in sports, at least from my perspective, and I'm not a football guy, so I really kind of know about baseball and basketball, right. is who was the best player, Mantle or Mays? Well, I think performance shows that it was Mays by far. I think the better Mitch debate. Snyder. Well, you know, Duke was good, but he wasn't quite in their league. Watch think, it. Watch but, it. I got pictures That's right Fred's favorite baseball. He's a Hall of Famer, and, and deservedly so. But I think the better debate that really has no merit in even being discussed is who would have been better if Mantle had played any of his career not hurt, much less all of it. Um, you, you know, you have your heroes. And, you know, for me growing up in New York, Mickey Mantle was my hero. I mean, I don't like the Yankees now, but I was a Yankee fan growing up. That's the only team that was there. And Mantle, there was a mystique about Mantle, you know, and all of his foibles and all the bad influences and all the bad choices. You know, I mean, I would trade a, I would trade Mays for a Mantle anytime because he was my guy. Except the 58, uh, you know, let's say an eight uh, rated uh, uh, Mickey Mantle be worth uh, two, three, four, five and, times. What a Willie Mays would be here. Fred, have any of you guys got a chance to watch the new Billy Crystal HBO special? I want to, but I haven't yet. Oh, my God. When he talks about Mickey Mantle, he says it was like going to church. <laughs> he said in Yankee Stadium when he walked in there, the Emerald Green Field, and there was the Mick, my all-time hero in center field. My dad looks at me and he says, what are you crying about, Billy? <laughs> he goes, this is the greatest thing of all time, Dad. You know, Mantle, Mantle, knowing what I know about him, as certainly as an adult, Mantle would not be my hero now, but he was my hero. He's one of the three heroes I've had in my life, and and that's that's the way it is. All right, Eric, before you go, we got a couple of minutes to go right here on Sports Overnight America. The book is Backyards to Ballparks, uh, Amazon.com, major bookstores everywhere. I have to ask you this question. On a scale of one to ten, how would you rate Rob Manfred as uh, commissioner of baseball based on the fact that well, just, I just I want to hear your honest, objective opinion. I don't like him. I think he's made a lot of decisions <laughs> that I really don't like. I mean, that goes back over time. And, um, you know, there are certain things like salary structures that, you know, is really not in the commissioner's purview to do stuff about some of these rules changes blow my mind. I mean, there isn't a single rule change that I like. There are a couple <laughs> that I can that I can deal with. Um, I I I don't like where baseball's going. I mean, I, I'm not one of these guys that says I'm not going to follow baseball anymore. The game's changed too much, and blah blah. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's it's a game. It's just a game. I I'm not a huge Manfred fan. And so you know, okay, here's a here's a question I have: right. How do we save baseball? How do we get young kids from like in our era? I'm 65. All right. Who loved baseball. I mean, I remember listening to games on my transistor radio, Vinny and Dick Enberg and all the great announcers getting to travel around the country with Mizuno, listen to them all. How do we get baseball to change their demographics from the 50 to 70 year olds to get the kids back involved in the game of baseball? Peter you know what? When, I, when I go to baseball games, I see a lot of young people there. Good. I mean, all I can do is is you know kind of think about what i'm seeing i know my son and my daughter love baseball and so do their friends i don't count 
I don't look and see what percentage are under 30 or, you know, but I think all this stuff, you know, speeding up the game because, you know, the young kids get bored. Uh, that, I don't, I don't know if that's the case. And I, you know, what about, what about, what about inner cities? I mean, you know, one of the big dilemmas in baseball is that the blacks now have less than 10% of the players in the league. Can the players who are real successful go back into the inner cities and build ballparks and I, I mean, do things like that to bring the game back to the, to the elemental level. Can they? Yeah. Well, of course they can. Will and they? some do, <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's, that's something you can't mandate unless you put it in a contract. You hey, know, in, fi- um, in 15 seconds, like, I, I, I've got to ask you the over under on Trey Turner with the new rule, only throwing it over twice to first base. How many stolen bases for Trey Turner of the Phillies? I'm putting it 112. Over or under? <laughs> under. You think so? Really? With that? Yeah, it'll it'll be 111. <laughs> hey, Fred, can I can I just say that my website that people can look yeah, at sure. is Go. is uh it's called basestobleachers.com. That's the title of my first book, basestobleachers.com. Um, anybody who wants a signed copy of the book, they can contact me through there or at eric.baseballstories at gmail. Eric, uh, I think we're on the same uh, wavelength here. Enjoyed backyards to ballparks. Enjoyed uh, uh, bases uh, to bleachers. Uh, we'll have you on again. Thank you very much for appearing on Sports Overnight America. Thank you very much. And if people have stories, send them my way. I got to tell you my story. Eric, I think I did. Eric C. Gray with us. Back with more. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. 
Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for sports stuff you definitely could not do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Hey, thank you, uh, Eric Gray, very, very much. Eric C. Gray, Backyards to Ballparks. Uh, you go to ericcgray.com and uh, find out how you can pick up a book. Go Backyards to Ballparks, Amazon.com, major bookstores everywhere. All right, Monday night, the national championship game. First of all, I've heard, I've read, people are paying six-figure numbers for a seat to watch the game. Mark, no tell, would, no tell yelling aloud, by the Mark, way. would you pay $100,000 to $250,000 for a seat I, to a football I would game? Not, I would not pay that. I'm an SEC guy. I like the way the SEC's built. Georgia will repeat. Cinderella's going to lose her slipper. She should have lost the slipper against Michigan, but Michigan didn't play to their strengths. They played into that trap. This is a double-digit win by the Georgia Bulldogs and Stetson Bennett. All right, 12 and a half points. Uh... Uh, right now, as far as the odds are concerned, Art Source, you think they'll cover uh, 12 and a half? 38-24, Georgia. I think Mark's right. I hate to say <laughs> it, but uh, <laughs> I'm going with him on this one. You know, even a blind hog catches a, a bud every once in a while. But well, yeah, please. I just think what, what Kirby Smart has done in those last seven years, 80 and 15, and being around Nick Saban, he learned the, he learned the keys to open the lock. He's one and one in championship games. He survived the missed field goal at the end against Ohio State. So they're going to win. They're going to they're going to beat TCU. And I, you got to give TCU a lot of credit for a great year, though. Oh, I like Doug, and I don't know if there's any question about that. And I think Georgia was very fortunate to to beat Ohio State. I don't know what they did in the last uh, few minutes uh, to assure the loss. But uh, again, I had Ohio State winning the whole thing, and so I'm out of it. Uh, but folks, I, I've got to remind you now. Um, Mark <laughs> is the world's worst sports handicapper. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a close and, second the last few weeks. I gotta yeah. be honest with you. So, 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 Mark is very strong on the Georgia Bulldog, extremely strong, which means if you have any money, <laughs> I would, I would wager it all. On the line. I would wager it all and take the 12 and a half. That's all I'm telling you. Uh, I don't know if they're going to win. But I would take the 12 and a half based on the That's fact. That's a lot of points, friend. That is a lot of points. Based on the fact that Mark is assured, has assured us of a victory. Folks, I can't help it. It's just the way it is. Uh, Mark is correct 33% of the time. I don't think this is going to be uh, the 33% side of it. All right. Thank you, Eric C. Gray. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Art. Thank you, Mario, for putting the show together. Stay tuned all night long for more of Sports Overnight America. 